the deepest part of my soul is a very shallow place because I'm a very shallow man. So anyway, we don't know why we have such a hard time making friends. No, yeah, we would love to be we friends with no more people, idea. actually. Please, and that's what this is. let us know in the comments. If you want to be friends, um, email us at Nikki podcast, podcast at Nikki.limo. At Nikki. Limo. Nikki. Limo. Hey, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. It's a CastBox original produced in partnership with Studio 71. Let me tell you something about Studio 71, okay? No, They're the bomb. Box. No, talk but about. But also, I'm going to talk about Castbox. Okay. okay. They happen to be the fastest growing, highest rated <laughs> podcast app on both iOS and Android. You know what that means? You could find all your favorite podcasts. Yeah, I do know what that means. Oh, I was just going to say that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it well, it's cool because you can. You can because you can listen to shit they don't tell you wherever you get your podcasts. But we hope you'll give Castbox a shot because we think it's the best. No, it's not the best. It is a best. A best. That's As the, a noun? That's the best one. Oh, my God. Let's just listen to this podcast. Why didn't anyone tell me? Hi, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. It's a podcast featuring myself, Nikki Limo, and my husband slash co-host, Steve Green. That was better done than I expected. Wow. Thank you for that setting really the bar nice. real low. I like to set the bar low to, like, over-deliver. Well, you did it really well. Thank you. I put this microphone really far. Hi, everybody. How are you? Um, that's how you're starting? Yeah, that was way worse than I expected. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're talking about making friends in your adult life, which is hard for a lot of people, including myself. Um, I recently posted on Instagram for International Women's Day, which by the time this comes out, it'll be a couple weeks after it. But um, today is International Women's Day when we're recording this. And I didn't realize how how strongly people relate to this and whether you're a woman relating to this or um, I'm sure a lot of men out there too, but I won't speak for them. I can't relate to that. Okay. I make friends very but, easy. It's called easy mode. It, so as I know, especially for women, um, it feels like, you know, girls have this squad. They have their like little, they have their girl groups and it feels very hard to break into a group if you never made your group before a certain point in your life. So like by the time you're in your mid twenties, if you didn't have like an established girl group, you were fucked. Like you're just on your own. You don't have a girlfriend group and it's really, really hard to make girlfriends. And I remember when we first got together, I was talking about that a lot, yes. like how I just wished I had another girlfriend to talk to like a another female confidant that I could uh share feelings with that only another woman would understand and I didn't have that and I, I would call my mom sometimes but like that's that's it yeah, like I didn't bad. have yeah. yeah and it felt just so impossible and I it just felt like everyone I felt broken I felt like why can everyone find a group of friends but not me like what's wrong with me, yeah. you know? And so we want to talk about that today because there's nothing wrong with you. There's a lot of women that feel this way and probably a lot of people in general, but I'm just speaking from the women that have commented on that post and, you know, it's just like a lot of people feel this way. And uh, let's let's just walk through this friendship stuff and shit they don't tell you about friends and making friends. Making friends. And keeping friends and making good friendships and ditching shit friends and getting getting good rid friends. of toxic friends or maybe taking a shit friend and making them into a good friend maybe you can do that maybe people have their own journeys that's true and some of that they detox their toxicity and then they become a good friend how did you get a bunch of girlfriends nikki limo so i don't i mean it just happened like honestly i mean it didn't just happen we're gonna talk about it but in the beginning of my life i felt like this has been an issue throughout my entire life and i felt like i've gone through different phases of wanting friends and not wanting friends because I've been burned a lot in the past. So in like elementary school, we'll just start there. Uh, 
I, I talked about this on a previous episode. I had this girl that she was a popular girl and she wouldn't let anyone be my friend because I walked funny and she didn't like me and whatever. And um, and so no one would. And, and people actually came up to me and told me that that was the reason they weren't going to be my friend was because this girl said that she, they wouldn't be able to go to her parties. Okay, so I didn't have any a, a girl group in elementary school. Middle school came around and I did, I, get, I got some friends. I thought they were my friends. We were hanging out all the time. We were having a good time. And then I would find out they all hung out at the weekend without me, on the weekend without me. They all had a birthday party and I wasn't invited. They all like went bowling one day and I was alone crying in my room. Like I didn't know all those things were happening. So basically I thought I had a group of friends and then turns out they weren't my friends, but I didn't know. And I felt like an an idiot. Like I felt worse about the fact that I was fooled that I thought that they were my friends. Like I felt so dumb. And one of my friends who I thought was my best friend told me that she was embarrassed by me and that she had to constantly stick up for me because everyone thought I was just annoying and that I'm just the person that people laugh at behind their my back, you know? So that like really burned fun, me and that hurt, that hurt a lot. Um, so first year of high school, I had a really time, hard time making friends and that's when I got addicted to the internet and chat rooms and that's how I got my socialization. It was by talking to people on the internet because then you know you could be whoever you want to be on the internet that's why trolls exist you know because you could project whatever image you want the internet trolls that they get to present themselves as cool guy who doesn't care about what anybody thinks and who doesn't take themselves seriously because you get to project whatever image you want on the internet which is why it's easy to make friends on the internet because you get to literally be whoever you want so that's why I got addicted to the internet because I didn't have friends and I got to be the cool person that I wanted to be on the internet because I wasn't in real life. And that's how a lot of trolls are. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. That I'm not saying they're good or bad. I'm saying that they get to project that inner, that image because they're anonymous and they get to be whoever they want to be. True. So that was my experience with friendship the first year of high school. Then second year of high school, I got had a best friend and she was like everything. We were like joined at the hip. Like we were she like we went through tons of stuff together. It was so fun. And um, then she got addicted to drugs. <laughs> it's like everybody that I ever got became close to. They just got like they were gone. Um, and then uh, my friends Tara and Tanya, who have remained my friends since high school, those are the only two people I still talk to from high school. Um, they are, they're great, but it was because we all had separate best friends who got addicted to drugs or, or fell off somehow. And so we were like the remainder best friends that got together. And it, that's kind of how... That's kind of what happened later in life, in the 30s, and now now having a group of friends. But there was a huge time in my 20s where I didn't have any of the girlfriend support because Tara and Tanya stayed in my hometown and I moved to Los Angeles. And a lot of people have a hard time making friends in Los Angeles. You were talking about that, right? Yeah. When you first moved to LA? Oh, yeah. It, it was weird because you're... Well, I, had, I moved up here with friends, with my then-girlfriend and with Horton... And we, my buddy Horton, and we, um, yeah, we didn't know anybody, but it was cool because we knew I had already done improv in San Diego. So I knew a couple people up here. So I was able to connect with like a few people, but it wasn't like easy. It was very weird. But then I, because I moved right into improv classes and shit, it was easier to make friends because I had a click where we could all hang out in. Yeah. But I didn't really feel like I was part of them even. Like, cause I was very uh, responsible and they were like party people and all mm-hmm. this shit. And I couldn't even get in that headspace because I had to work. Yeah. 
And these guys were like, you know, some of them booked the commercials. So they were living off that. And like they, it was just a different kind of vibe yeah. than I had. So I never really felt close to a lot of the improv people that I knew. I just sort of knew them and hung out with them here and there. But I never got close. Yeah, that's how I felt with the I, same thing. I moved to L.A., joined an acting studio that was like a conservatory program. So there were the same people that I saw every other day, every week, um, same hardcore acting people like they're for the same reasons and so I got close to a lot of them we'd have like little acting sessions or sometimes we'd have we had this thing called the mastermind group which I actually still believe you should have um where you find a group of people that are like-minded with you and you just like kind of keep each other accountable for um progressing in life um it's great but I felt like same thing in your in my 20s everybody's like partying and they all want to go out and drink and I was so focused on career and uh paying the bills and I had like three jobs and I just like I had three jobs plus acting classes plus I was doing stand-up plus then I fell into YouTube and stuff and, and I just didn't have time to party like partying was the last thing on my mind plus I don't really like clubs no, I hate clubs. And a lot of girls, at least like girls, girl groups, whenever they'd invite me out, it's like to go to a club. Everything was like, and bum, I bum, hated bum, clubs. Bum. What? Yeah. yeah, really? Oh, yeah. Like, we can't even fucking talk to anybody. Yeah, clubs. you can't. And it's expensive and it's fucking cold waiting in that line. But you have to wear a dress and I in heels and like you can't like bring a coat. Dude, like two drinks is $35. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Well, a lot of girls will flirt and get their drinks paid for it. But I didn't do that. Like, no. I couldn't I couldn't do that. Like, I've always paid for all my own shit. So. Yeah, I just felt like I was always like um I was always a 30-year-old mindset in like a 20-year-old body That's how I and felt. like everyone around me was in their like the epitome of their 20s and uh yeah, it was really just hard to fit in. I never got to be 20, I feel like. Yeah, and I never wanted reason. to uh, no, to I'm be honest. Good. Yeah, same. Like I, I I never related on the topics that girls were talking about. Like they'd be talking about celebrity culture or like what purse they were going to buy or, or fashion. I, and I had no idea. Like I just started learning how to do my own, my makeup, like in a decent way within the past, like five years, maybe. Yeah. I remember, uh, Horton used to watch MMA. So I'd watch MMA with him and it was fun for sure. But I never got into it, into it where I'm like, yeah. like I knew a lot of the fighters and stuff because I'd watch it. I was never better than it. I just never got into it like I did football. Yeah. Like for me, football is what's up shit. I will watch every fucking game on a Sunday. But I just fighting I, I, like when they get when they go on the ground and everyone's like, oh, this is so awesome. I'm like, no, it's really not. It's, I don't get why this is awesome. I get that there's a lot of technique to that and shit. And everyone's like, oh, man, like jujitsu is so cool. And I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> But I get it. Yeah, yeah. Like Bart can sit there and he's watching a video with Casey or whatever my my buddies Bart and Casey, and and they're watching a video together of two guys on the ground doing jujitsu or whatever, and they're doing different maneuvers, and they both know what they're looking at. I have no idea what I'm looking at other than two dudes hugging on the ground mm. and squig and squiggling around and hugging. So I'm like, okay, I I just don't get it. Same. I'm not like, oh, this is gay or whatever. I'm like, I don't get it. Right. <laughs> right. I just don't get the technique. I don't get what makes it like impressive yeah or... so that's how it felt when women were talking about handbags i still don't get it i still don't understand i don't understand the difference between a target handbag and a coach handbag i have no idea i couldn't tell you like if you it's like how mark was telling us on break how he's colorblind and he can't tell the difference between certain colors like if you held them side by side a coach bag and a target bag i could tell the difference but if you hook them separately i don't i could tell know. coach because it I says coach on it it says coach on it 
Okay, co- well, I didn't even know that. So you know more about handbags than I do. I do. I, do. I have no idea. I had a girlfriend in, in high school who was obsessed with handbags. And yeah. so I know Coach and Louis Vuittons and I know... I know the, Louis Vuittons has I'm, the I'm, LVs on it. Yes. And I, and then there's another one and I lost it. I lost it. Okay. They're all the same to me anyway. Like you can insert Dolce's any... Dolce's and Gabbana. Dolce's and Gabbana. Is that one? Yeah. A Dolce, but not not plural Dolce's. Is, is, it, is it a bag one? It's a... <clears throat> designer i'm sure they make bags yeah oh they do sunglasses too i think yeah okay and gucci oh yeah gucci that's the other one that was the other one that was the other one oh, Gucci's okay. Other one. okay cool yeah. well there's plenty of manufacturers of handbags and they all know the difference of price and th- it's just like uh rings with like um engagement rings like there's girl there are girls that know that they can spot a diamond and be like that diamond cost twenty thousand dollars I don't know the difference yeah. between a $20,000 diamond and, and cubic zirconia. Yeah. I have no fucking clue. You could have bought me cubic zirconia. I'm equally as happy because I don't fucking know the difference. I wasted a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, you wasted. did. Or you did it and you're playing it really well. I don't know. That would be better. I, no idea. I, know, I didn't do that, but I have but that would no be desire to know because it's just the gesture. A handbag is just to hold my wallet or my phone or whatever. It's not... I don't know anything about it. And and so a lot of girls in their 20s, that's what they talked about, right? Was like clubs, dating guys here and there, but nothing like really serious. You know, maybe they had like a breakup or someone cheated on them or whatever. Um, but like like really just like where what bag, what lip injection, what um like a celebrity is doing what and I had no I could not relate at all. Now, I'm in my 30s and everybody is married. They talk about married life, whether or not they should have kids, whether like what uh, Netflix show they're binge watching. How often or not often they're fucking and that's about it. Yeah, what wine to drink. And I'm like, I relate hard to this. And so I think that's it is that it was finding common ground and finding friends that were like that. And also, um, I think here's my theory on if you're out there and you're struggling making friends in your 20s, you feel like everyone already has their friend group and you feel alone and isolated. I think you're doing so much in your 20s. There are so many ways to go. Like 20s, you're at like this crossroads of like, there's so many directions you could go. And you're working on building relationships, like romantic relationships. You're working on your career. You're working on your finances. You're working on building credit. You're learning what taxes are. You're like, you're trying to find your own healthcare. You're doing so many things trying to like build your life and you don't even know who you are yet. You're along the way discovering who you are as a person. And that's a lot of shit there's a lot of shit going down there's so many bubbles that you have to fill and so if you are a person that already has a group of friends you're not looking to add more friends which is why people with friends seem it seems like you can't break into their friend group because they're like well why do we need new friends we're like we're working on this other stuff and then when you get to your 30s people are more just like oh okay i got this relationship i got friends i got career kind of is going let's meet new people you know like they're kind of more open you know, is that what it is? And I think, that, think that's that? my theory. That's my theory, at least, because like, for example, the JK people, they're a friend group already. And they like they had they are tight. They don't need new friends. But somehow we became friends because I think they're just more like we relate to them. Yes, we're, that's what we're it is. a couple. We're oh, and they're they're I think we got lucky, but they're open like they because they weren't like closed off. No, it was just timing, yeah. you know, so it was, it was timing on like um, being relating to those people having common ground and then also both parties being open to forming a new friendship Mm -hmm. and you just have to like be patient and wait for that because it was kind of like 
I met a bunch of people all at the same time, like different friend groups all at the same time because I have two other like friend circles that kind of formed at the same time. And it, and they had the same story where they didn't feel like they had a friend group in their 20s. And now they feel like we're a friend group. And it's just a bunch of like lost people like finding each other and then you form your group and then people look at you and go oh I wish I had that friend group but it's like no we didn't have a friend group that's how we became a friend group yeah it just sort of happens yeah it like happens because because we didn't have a friend group exactly yeah I think we got lucky I think that I don't know if it's like an age thing where it's like hey now that I'm 30 I'm open to things I don't know if I've ever met anyone like that I don't think it's an age thing I think it's like a period in your life thing like a like a maturity level thing where I think at least for women and I like I said I think that just women are are different than the way that men create friendships and stuff where like if women that have a tight group of friends in their 20s everyone's kind of competition that's why I always felt is that like they when they look at me when you're when a new girl is meeting me she's kind of like eyeing me up and down and see and like gauging how much of a competition I am which I don't want to be at anyone's competition. I never have. I've never always been like, you take the guy. I don't want them, you know. Um, but I feel I felt just very judged. And if like uh, if I did meet a friend and then I fell out of line, like in some way, like I didn't wear the right thing or I didn't do my hair the right way or like, you know, like some little thing, some little slip up, they you're not a friend anymore. <laughs> and it's just like that because it's super, super, it's superficial it's not like a real friendship because people are just still learning who they are that makes in their sense. 20s. Yeah. And for the most part. That's for sure. Yeah. So then since when you're 30, you kind of know who you are more, you know yeah. who you match more with. You know who you are more and you have different values. Like your values are no longer going to the club and meeting guys. You're married or you have a relationship. Or you're not married. I'm sorry for those of you listening. Jesus, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm just saying that like um, the people that we've met, that, that I've met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you've, True. you've. They're paired up. You have a different set of values than when I met them. There's some people that I'm really good friends with now that I knew them in their 20s. We knew each other. Yeah. But we never got close because it just wasn't the right time yet. We were both single. Um, maybe they th- saw me as competition maybe they didn't I don't know but for whatever reason like it's like their life wasn't set so it was harder to make friends because you don't really you kind of want to make friends that are in line with your lifestyle so if you don't know what your lifestyle is yet or you don't know any of that then it's harder to make friends yeah I agree I think that's interesting um well with that we're gonna go on a break let's do it so those of you who are listening right now and you're going, okay, that's really cool. I feel like I know your life story. Thanks. That's nice. But how do I make friends? I'm 30. Yeah. I feel like I'm in that position so right now. So how do I do it? How do I do it? Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I wasn't saying like, oh, once you're 30, you magically figure it out. It's that for me, it, like, no, it just yeah. happened in my 30s because I felt like this is the person I have always been in my 20s. And it didn't match up to other people back then. Yeah, I got it. And now it it matches up. Yeah. So I think I that be the best thing you, you could do as a 30-year-old now is join a club. Now, whatever that club is, I mean, there's a lot of different shit out there. I always say improv. I said improv last week. Listen, there's if you're not making friends at work, which is the most common place to find right. friends, if you're not connecting with people at your work environment which lord knows i have had that situation happen in fact i wrote a company-wide email when i left my old job and i said hey i had a lot of fun walking into the dry fucking room with gray walls 
sort of slightly looking at you and nodding a little bit as we walked by and barely said good morning and I'm really going to miss it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like, that was my work. Like, I did not find friends at work. It was terrible. So if you're having that situation, you got to start looking out to outside things. Like, is there, I mean, a lot of people do, do, um, what group, they called? group meetups or whatever group meetups but they What's also do trivia nights oh yeah trivia nights are so fun they're fun too yeah so you just go to a bar on trivia night and you you just like get you know you just start yeah, throwing just your head in the ring yeah. and getting and getting in the mix yeah trivia nights are a great place to meet friends yeah there's a and there's a, like dude not bingo but like there's like all kinds of shit out there yeah and just finding an outlet in general i feel like um because like whatever hobby you're into like for example uh like our friend joe just got into karate and he's in mm -hmm. his 30s and he just started learning karate because he just felt like he wanted to learn karate and you just like he goes and then he has his like karate trainer friends and like he just makes friends that way and then but he's like, good at making friends he's an extrovert that's that's true but like there's other there's other hobbies that if you get into there's I swear to God there's so many other people like you that are into that same thing and if you don't have a thing like we said before you could get into improv you, you can, could go you could go and join go. an improv just class go do improv. and it at least gets you out of your shell if nothing else and then so then there's the thing where it's like you gotta have some kind of an event happening that you can invite people over to yeah like like host a fucking thing dude like yeah. you, 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 you're tired of waiting in your apartment, listening to my podcast and all that shit. And you want something to do host a fucking party yeah. tonight after you're and done listening to my podcast. And invite everybody that you know, and then see who you connect with more. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, you're just texting people like, Hey, yeah. you want to come to this thing? I'm doing a thing at seven o'clock or whatever. Mm -hmm. And if you just start building a rhythm like that, then you can build a friend group and get Jackbox on, on oh, yeah. like on a, your TV, you got, whatever you got, on, whatever your device is, you got, yeah. you got Jackbox. Xbox, PlayStation, some shit. You got a fucking Roku. You can get on it's anything. on everything. If your get device can connect to the internet, you could get Jackbox. We love Jackbox. Jackbox, please sponsor us. When you have friends you. over at your place and things start to slow down, just fire up that Jackbox, dude. Yeah. It gets to be a blast. After people again. have a few drinks and they're like, should I go home or should exactly. I stay? I don't really you Peer pressure with that Jackbox. Like I'm uncomfortable. Everyone here is an introvert. Yep. Um, our friend Jack, not associated with Jackbox, he throws the best theme parties. He does. Like he'll throw a Valentine's Day party and he decorates it all out with like, um, well, it's him and his wife, Aaron. Yeah. Shout out. What? what? Um, he's actually been on our podcast before. He you has. can go listen to that episode. Jack but, Douglas. Um, and we interviewed him right before getting married. Um, so yeah, he, him and his wife, Aaron, uh, put together these theme parties every year. Um, like every holiday and they have different things that are associated with each holiday so for the valentine's day one there's balloons and stuff and then there's there's always jackbox that's always an option yep. but they have they always have some kind of signature drink they have a signature drink every time that's a great one that's a good hook last last two weeks ago it was or cupid's come cupid's come yeah then they had something for halloween it was like vampire jizz or something yeah yeah it was, it was, it was vampire jizz and then and the santa come also yep um okay so it was santa taint Right, right. Yeah. Yes. There's a difference, by the way. Yeah. It was a more of a Don't dip. Don't get it twisted. It was more of a dip. So um, they have that, and then they do like a different type of game each time. So on the Valentine's Day one, everyone put together PowerPoint presentations. It was really fun. And you think, oh, that sounds really nerdy. But everyone got super into it, and if everyone's committed, it's just a fun time. Yeah. Like, so you could pick whatever topic you want. But you have to put together a PowerPoint presentation Nikki on the topic. Nikki did a PowerPoint presentation just burning me to the fucking ground, I, basically. Yeah, well, it's, what's new? About 
my Flight. obsession with the movie Flight, which yeah. I would like to talk take a I just minute right now and talk about. I took every talking point that Steve uses in every conversation that happens every day of my life, and I put them in a PowerPoint presentation like no one's ever said them aloud before. And I like may, presented it like I was the first yeah. person to ever think of this stuff. I find it very <laughs> cynical. I think it's a little malicious, <laughs> um, but that's fine. What was yours about? Mine was um, about how extremely backlit hair and music videos um, was a dangerous phenomenon throughout the 1980s that nearly got people killed until Michael Jackson's hair was set on fire. And then they had to back up and be like, no, man, we, we, pushed, we pushed the lumens way too hard in the, in the backlighting. And now we got a front light the shit out of it, which is why in Backstreet Boy music videos and all the shit, you see front lighting. And NSYNC videos, yeah. you see a lot of front lighting. It's because yes. of that incident. That was my PowerPoint presentation. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And it was really fun because everyone's dr- drinking. They're yep. having a good time. There's a signature drink. We're all listening to each other's PowerPoints. We're roasting each other, whatever, like during each other's PowerPoints. Dude, one guy did a PowerPoint. He's like, oh, talking shit about my exes for four minutes. Oh, that was great. That was, no, that was a good one. Yeah. This is what I'm bitching about. He's like, here's why Kath. Janeway is the best Starfleet captain. I'm like, yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> way to pander to a room of chicks, bro. Like, fucking A. Captain Kirk is by far and away the best captain. Yeah. And then in second place is far and away Captain Kirk. Or, or Captain Picard. He presented but his Jane point Wake, of view. Top fucking he number presented one, his point I, of view. I booed him the entire time. I don't think I yeah. stopped booing him. Yeah. I was throwing drinks yeah, at him. Yeah, he and was shit. booing the whole time. I was like, get off the fucking stage, dude. You're, I was like, you're fucking taking too long with this shit, dude. But my point is, they had a hook. They have a yep. hook at every one of their parties. One time, uh, it was uh, to ice people during the entire oh, time, fun. and that is when you take a a, a room temperature smeared off ice and you hand it to someone. And if they take it from, like, if they offhandedly grab it from if you, they accidentally grab if it. If they accept, then they have to get on one knee and chug the entire right. bottle of smeared off like ice, and that's about called to be knighted. icing someone. Yeah, and so there were six Smirnoff Ices hidden throughout the house, and if you found one, you got to ice somebody with it. And if you knew Jack, you would know that he throws what are the equivalent of a nerd party. Yeah, yeah. But that's what makes it so All of his friends are nerds. We're all nerds. And it's super fun. Exactly. And I know that if we get invited to a Jack party, there's going to be a hook like that. Yes. And I'm saying, create that. Like if you can, yeah, you can make you that. You can make that. And you're like, well, I'm not a you know an extrovert. Jack's not an extrovert. Jack's just a fun guy. Yeah, and he has a funny sense of humor. Yes. So like, like he attracts people with that kind of sense exactly. of humor. Um, I also want to talk about how if you have kept the same friends since let's say high school, and they might not be exactly conducive to who you are now. Um, so a lot of people have trouble letting go of those friends, and that's. Uh, that toxicness kind of seeps in and prevents you from making new friends. Who yeah, would dude, be the friends we just described. How much fun did that sound? It's because it's that fun the whole time. We don't ever go like, oh no, we gotta hang with. Yeah, these there's people. no drama at any party that dude, we go to. All those people, you gotta get rid of it, man. It's just not even fun. If Mm-mm. it's not even fun, then why are you friends with them? That's yeah. what friends are, dude. There's no drama ever. That's what I really like. That's Never. the difference between a party in your 20s or before then and a party now. Is like, dude. Since we got in the JK group, and then between that and our friends with Jack and Aaron, yeah, and the DeFrancos and Jess Lazama, yeah, and like all these people, it's just easy. It's it's you don't easy. have to worry about shit. You're not, and, I'm going to this party and I'm dreading it or whatever. And then you have a gauge for future friendships of like, 
I'm not closed off. Even though we're part of those friend groups, I'm not like, oh, I have my friend group. I'm all set. It's just like if you match that, then we we could probably be friends. Yeah. And if you understand schedules, like all of our friends tend to be in the same industry. So we all get that we don't see each other every day. You know, we're not hanging out at the bar every day after work because all of us are editing videos or like getting prepared for the next video or doing some mental health shit. We're all like, And we're you married. Know, we got to do, do date nights yeah, and all kinds yeah. of shit. Like, it's not just... It's not just like, oh, okay, it's Friday night. We're all gonna do a party thing tonight. Like it's nah. it's it's more sporadic, but it but it works for us. But it it works because everybody's kind of on the same page, and so it's really all about f- knowing who you are, and then finding people that are on that same page as you. And I know that's like how that's so hard. Like how diff- difficult is that? But it does start like just start doing shit. Just throw yourself into uncomfortable situations, like joining a class or joining a club or joining somewhere a group that you know you don't know what to expect and maybe it's going to be awkward at first or whatever or saying yes to something that you would normally say no to dude for perfect example some of two of our best friends in the world they just like moved to la and they were actually fans of mine on youtube and they messaged me like they texted me because they got my number at one of the conventions like vidcon or something Mm -hmm. And, uh, and they're our age. They're our age, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't like a twelve-year-old like, person. Right. So they, I remember when con. they, I remember they texted me, and they're like, they're like, hey, we would love to to like go hang out, go get pizza or some shit. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, Nikki, let's let's go. I want to hang out with these guys. And Nikki was actually kind of uncomfortable. She was like, well, they're. Fan I didn't people. know what to expect. Right. Exactly. We don't know. I don't know. Wait, but but this is before. I don't know. This was. I, this wasn't right before we went out to dinner with them. You told me about them before, like you would introduce them as being fans to me. Yes, like, I, exactly. I, I didn't know. I wasn't introduced to them in person. Yeah. I, you just told me about them. Exactly. And then you were like, oh, it's these same people. Yes. I hadn't met them in person and known like a face to name that those are the same people you were talking about. Yep, yep, yep. When we went to dinner with them, I didn't find out till later that those were the same people that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But yeah, it was just. But you went off of that hunch, like where I was like, D- they've always been cool. I've seen them at a bunch of these things, mm-hmm. like the VidCons and stuff. And I was like, they're always just like dope people. I was like, let's do it. Yeah. And we, dude, they're like some of our best friends. Right. But the way we presented it before, like, oh, there's some fans. Like that's so broad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I had only, yeah, you hadn't been there with me when I was talking to them yeah, and yeah. stuff. So it was, yeah. I just was like, no, I trust me, they're a cool hang. And they were. Yeah, and they it were. worked great. Like and it was easy. They were they would have been in our wedding had we met them like five months sooner. I know. It's exactly, yeah. exactly right. There were there were that close. Yes. They we sp- would hang like every week, like at We their spent place. the night together. Yeah, yeah. I the first time we hung out I fell asleep at their house. <laughs> exactly. You did but that a lot. I did fall asleep at like pretty much everyone's house. That's for sure. Yeah. So yeah, but that's the whole thing, right? Because that was an uncomfortable thing, quote unquote. Yeah. Like that was something that's a little unusual that we did. Because it's like, hey, we, I mean, back then we didn't have very many it. like yeah. friends. Like, oh, yeah. By the way, we were so sad. Like maybe five years ago. Yeah. Maybe even sooner than that, like four years ago. Yeah. Like we were so sad because we felt like me and Steve together. Yeah. And Steve's an extrovert. He's yeah. good at talking to people. Good at friends. Um, I am... I'm like able to socialize with people. I feel like I had a lot of acquaintances and I'm cool with everyone. You're very cool. I'm like chill with everybody, right? Yeah. But I don't have like a group or I didn't have mm-hmm. a group. That's what I felt like. I was like, man, everyone seems to like me, but yeah. I never get invited to their thing yeah. or like that we're not close enough that they feel like they could just like 
call me up or text me yeah. or even send the, me an inside joke or even something. Even the totally sketch days, you didn't really hang with us very much. Well, that's because you guys, I was a waitress and you guys would always pick Saturday night yeah, to yeah, go yeah. to a movie and those were waitressing nights. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. weekend nights were like the money nights. That's where I made all my money. And um, yeah, and so that was unfortunate because I felt I was so jealous. I would like I would so wish that I could go. And then I just stopped getting invited because I said no so many times sure. because I couldn't ever make it on a weekend. That makes sense. But yeah. But yeah, that's all part of the plight, right? Where it's like then you find yourself at a stage and you're like, man, I don't have very many friends. So then I kind of after everyone kind of moved away and like doing different shit, like Richard Ryan yeah. moved and he's doing his coffee well, he started doing, um He started doing his gun channel. He, stu- gun- he moved away from comedy and started doing um, shooting stuff. Yeah. So I'd see him a little less and I just got, it got, and then he moved away. He yeah. like full on moved, moved out of state. And then I was like, man, he was like my every week hang. Yeah. And then I would hang with, with him and Michael, like every week we'd go to a movie or some shit. And then that became harder to do. And then we were just like, damn, we don't have very many friends. Yeah. It got a little sad. Well, it was hard, too, because you ever, like, become friends, you're a couple, and then you become friends with another couple, and then that couple breaks up? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, no, then now they feel like a third wheel. Yeah. And, like, it's not the same dynamic that it was before. That sucks. It's true. That And that's kind of what happened. For sure. Yeah. Um, and then he moved. And and then I moved? No, he moved. And then he moved. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right. Yeah, so because it was like it's all couples, and then all of a sudden there's a breakup, and then it's like, oh, yeah. like we still invite him, but it's like, you know. Yes. So then it became this this thing where I remember like we we all went to this party thing, and then the next day we saw that everyone was hanging, but we weren't invited. <gasps> oh yeah, that was. And we're sad. like, oh fuck these fools forever. Yeah, I will we went. Never to, we went to this like we went to life. this party, and like it was like we were all hanging with friends and having a good time and taking pictures together, and then yeah. the next day. Everyone, every one of those was at this party except for us. Yep, and I was like, and they were just hanging out. It wasn't like a an event, like you had to be exclusively invited. It was like someone's house. It was a chill hang, and they were all like hanging out. And we thought, like, we finally found a friend group. That was what was disappointing is that we were like, yes, this works. This is our friend group, and then we're like, oh, false. It's not our friend group. False positive. We were really depressed that day. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. It's all good. So. So yeah, but then, but then but then we were starting over from zero at yeah. that about thirty, mm-hmm. like starting well like twenty nine or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, starting over and being like, well, we thought we had friends, a friend group. It's all good. We don't. And then that's when we started. You know, that put me in a position to say yes to more shit. Like that's, yeah, that's when I said yes to the. And we kind of like did the equivalent of not. Not, like I guess dating as friends, you know, where yeah. you go do some hangs with this friend group and then this friend group, and you kind of like it evens it all evens out naturally. Exactly. Yeah. But, but just put so if put something seems uncomfortable, put yourself out there. Yeah, you got to have the balls to try to change the situation. And and just know that you bring something to the tape to the table. Like sometimes it feels like oh they all know each other, they all have these inside jokes, like. I have nothing to contribute, but you can create new things. Like you could create new inside jokes if you just like put what you have to offer on the table. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then also too, Nikki's really good at being a good friend. I would say that I am a I'm good at talking to people, but Nikki's good at being like a loyal a ass bitch. Yes. Like I'm a loyal ass bitch. Yes. I'm a ride or die. And she doesn't forget shit. Like today she reminded me that it's my friend's birthday and i was like oh shit yeah the friend the the friend yeah our friend yeah the the one that we went on the date with that's right that we that were fans of yours yes yeah i don't forget people's birthdays usually if they've told me usually if they told me their birthday 
I will remember their birthday or I, I will remember what month it's in. And I'm awful at it. Yeah. Like I am just as bad as it gets at it. Yeah. I have no idea what my grandmother's birthday is. <laughs> and I just told her, I just called her and said, happy birthday a couple days ago on her birthday. Uh -huh. And I don't know right now what her birthday is. I have no idea. Sometimes I see people and I know that their birthday is in the month that we're in. And I'm like, did it pass already? And like, is, is oh, it God. is it your birthday yet? And they're like, what the fuck? How did you know? I know exactly. Like, Nikki's yeah. so weird Sometimes like I have to pretend like I don't remember people's birthdays just should. because it's weird it's that so I remember weird. their birthday. Don't and do I it. don't just remember their birthday. I remember what zodiac sign they are because I know their birthday. I think that oh, actually comes first. <laughs> You're so scary. I know. That's why people won't be my friends. But then that's, that's the other thing is that like because I'm so like ride or die with people, if I'm if I have your back like 100% and like we're like tight and I feel close enough to you that we've shared some moments and like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, we're like close friends. And then I get like screwed over somehow by you. I will never forget you. Yeah. <laughs> and I will never, I will never like talk to you again. Yeah, for sure. I'm just bad. I'm the same that. way. We're very petty people. I mean, it's I'll, all in like, a very if they beautiful say, way. If they say sorry or they apologize or yeah. whatever, then I usually like, you know. I'll hear them out. No, but, but they get the cold shoulder but, forever. Yeah, but I'm like, yeah, if if I thought we were cool and then we weren't cool, I feel so – it takes me back to that middle school period where I think I have this tight group of friends and then I'm not – they're not really my friends. See, and I have attachment issues. Same. Which is really great for me because I know that about myself. And so I'm like, if you cross me in even the slightest way, you could have been my friend for 25 years and I will never talk to you again. Yeah. And I won't even feel anything <laughs> For 25 about years? It. Only 25 because years? Because for 25 years, I always knew there was something off about you. Oh. I start to sum oh, it all up. Oh, you mean someone that was your friend for 25 years could just like yep. screw you over and then... Yep. And, and then I will burn the bridge. I will burn their memory from my skull, dude. Dude, sometimes he gets like that, and I'm like, they really didn't do anything that bad. That's true. Like, take it down a notch. He talks me off the ledge. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, I will never. I'm like, I will talk literally fucking person. destroy them. I will fucking burn it all down. I'm like, down. wait, 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 yep. back up, back up, back up, back up. What did they say? Oh, maybe they meant it this way. You know what? I don't think that that's what they. Meant. Yep. I'm so ready to go. I'm so trigger happy. Fucking ready. Never put the safety on. I'm ready to <laughs> never fucking put the never because I got to be able to rock and roll. Baby. The I got to rock and roll. Finger on the trigger. Yep. I had yeah. to make a move. I had to make a move. Yeah. That's I've, heard, just how I've I heard a lot about his ex best friends. Dude, these people, <laughs> I don't even know their names. That's I know how their names. dead they are to me. I know their They're names. Under the ground, covered in concrete. Uh -huh. The perfect crime. Some of them have your same name. So it's like, it's like how do you forget that? <laughs> One of them does. <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't deserve it. Yeah, I know. That's right. He probably spells it different. You can't break guy code the way that guy broke guy code. Basic fucking guy code. Mm. AKA don't fuck with my chick. Right. And expect me to even know what you look like tomorrow. I won't even. <laughs> I you could you could walk up to me and I'm like I'm sorry I don't know I don't know you. Yeah. That's how personal I take it, and that's how petty I am. <laughs> the deepest part of my soul is a very shallow place because I'm a very shallow man. So anyway, we don't know why we have such a hard time making friends. No, yeah, we would love to be we friends with no more people, idea. actually. Please, and that's what this is. Let us know in the comments. If you want to be friends, um, email us at Nikki, podcast, uh, podcast at Nikki.limo. Nikki and and uh, we'll uh, screen you. Yeah, maybe we'll be friends. Maybe we won't be friends. I don't know. Tell us the best thing about you and the worst thing about you. And your biggest regret. And also, and if you, you respect guy code, which I think, uh, yeah, well, I'll be interested to read that answer. <laughs> I think girl, do girls have a code? I guess we do.
Yeah. I mean, it's the same code, I think. It's the same code. Don't fuck with the, with the chicks, dude. Yeah. It's like, a very easy code. Some people just don't get it. Some people just don't do codes, bro. Yeah, right. Yeah, I love those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do codes. I'm a fucking pickup artist. Yeah, okay, dude. Good luck with you. Keep wearing, keep wearing a fucking feather frock out. See how it works out. You seen those pickup artists, guys? Can we get one on the show? We should. I've always wanted I know, to talk to uh, one. I can. I I can probably set that up. Do you know one? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like is a it mutual. A girl, it's a mutual friend. No. Okay, good. I want to talk to pickup guys. Yeah, I know. Because the girls have a what way more ones? reasoned approach. What girl ones? Well, the girls were like, "Hey, I'm a you know, and I'll, like I'll teach you how to kiss or whatever." I'm like, "Okay, well, you're you're cool." I've never heard of that. You don't know those girls? Sounds like a scam. It, well, right? It does. No, but they're like they're like they're like counselors for like dudes who no. feel weird or whatever. No, girls. I'm talking about the guy ones that you're. I'm talking, talking about, about the guy ones. Yeah. Wait, real quick. Uh, before uh, we just talked to um, Mark, and he brought up a good point about like when you lost all your friends like at one time, like where all like your friends moved, moved away, away and like you're going through like some tragedy. Um, also in your life, and they just think shit's just hard to deal with, and like you feel alone. Um, that definitely happened. To me, when the year that I got sued and was my my boyfriend cheated on me, and then I got in a car crash, and I had no friends. Um, and I think that it's just like dating when you're starting over. Um, it's like dating in the way where like you can't be so focused on finding the one or finding the new friends or like you know finding that you have to just focus on your shit like as always i feel like we always come back to this well, it's like you come you have to focus on your self and maybe change something up maybe but like, also there are there there's something cool that happens when like say your friends move away yeah you can i mean honestly it's you can change weird, identities no no no. this sounds weird okay but you almost always have backup friends in your phone who you haven't what? contacted as much think about it backup People friends? in your phone that you don't contact as much, you can get Damn. closer to. I don't have it like that. Hey, look, that's <laughs> life, bro. Wow, you have? Do you have a backup wife? No, fuck no. I'm married. You don't <laughs> have backups you when you're married. You don't have backup wives. No, but no. Let me Thank tell you something God. about guys. When we're dating people, you better believe you have a lineup. There's a lineup. Yeah. Was I in the lineup? Was I in the wing? Yeah, fuck yeah, of course. Oh shit. Oh yeah. No, but you. There's always girls in your periphery that you're like, oh well. If she's I wasn't cool. dating, I yeah, would try exactly. to go after her. So right. So there's friends like that too, where it's like, oh well, I know this person, and I just never really got to know them very much. Why don't I? I never thought of them as a friend before, and now maybe I should tr try to do that. I guess I'm just more open. I don't go through my phone like that. But if like a but girl, if a girl, but I don't know if a girl. Uh, I don't know if it's like that for girls. Mm. Um. Because like, I haven't talked to someone in like eight months and then I randomly text them and we're not even close like that. I don't know if they respond that way, but maybe they do and I'm just weird. Um, I think it's more just like I'm open. So uh, girls that I normally probably wouldn't hang out with where I'm like, oh, we have nothing in common, but they're asking me to go like hang out. I would probably say yes. And exactly. like And like go and just like just find out who they are as people and like be more open minded exactly. about it. Yeah. And I would probably say no, thank you. Um, wow. Because I already have enough friends. Thank you. You're the I'm one that just up. said you're going through your backup phone list. I'm topped up. No, I'm talking about for other people. You don't want to make a new backup phone for your I'm backup phone? I'm topped up, dude. I got too many too friends many at friends. this point. I, I do. Well, It's absurd. Just strive to be more like Steve Green, everybody. You know. You'll never have a problem. You would have a way easier time. Let me tell you. Hey, hey guys. Email us at podcast.nicky.com. I'll just dump some of my friends on you because Jesus Christ. <laughs> I got so fucking Did you have a moving story? No, no, that's all I wanted to say about moving. Oh, okay. About move, uh, friends who are moving. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
Cool. Yeah. Also, subscribe um, so you don't miss any of and this podcast. And please rate us because it helps out so much. It helps much. out so, so much so if you rate much. us and five And also stars. buy Nikki's merch because she worked so hard oh on God, it. Oh, my God. I worked so hard on my merch, Brian. Oh, my it's God, a please. link. There's a link. Probably there's a link. Mark, is there a link? There's a link. There's a link. And also, next week, we're going to be talking about the flat earth and how co- and how come it's real. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. We just found some flat earth videos that we had a blast. are pretty funny. It was very fun. They're really funny to Dude, watch. Dude, if you're not doing anything tonight, get high and watch flat earth videos. You'll fucking have a blast. <laughs> if you can, they get buried by <laughs> YouTube. That's true. You have to Dude, do we some... had to do some major oh, digging to find actual flat earth people videos. Watch Behind the Curve on Netflix. So we were watching that, but they show like... The people. So Nate says to watch behind the curve on Netflix. Okay, so that's how it started, and then, but they don't show the actual theories. They don't, get they don't the show theories, like Nate. why the people believe that stuff, and they believe it hard. Oh, hmm? they do later. Oh, oh I fell asleep. We, but they no, I got through the first twenty minutes. It must be in the last twenty minutes because um, they like kind of touch on it a little bit, like what they believe, like oh, there's a dome or whatever. But they don't believe. They don't say why they believe this, and. Oh, really? Oh, dude, we're oh, going to do we next week. We're this. doing shit they don't tell you about the flat earth no, and why that not. shit is why that gonna, shit, no. and why that shit is real. No. Is fucking, why that but, shit is oh, fucking real. Oh, we should real. get a flat earther on here. We should. Our, but our video will probably get totally buried by YouTube. I know. God damn it. Oh, my God. Doesn't YouTube understand that it's just fun? It's just fun. Some things are just fun, dude. It's like ghost stories, dude. Fuck you. We don't have to believe it. Oh, my God. It's just fun to talk about. Everyone takes everything so seriously. It's true. That's the shit they don't tell you. That's the People shit they don't tell you. People take themselves so seriously when they get older. I could never even entertain talking to dude, a flat no, that, earther. I'm thing. like, uh, what, did you when, entertain talking to your fucking aunt at Christmas? When you're a kid, <laughs> you get to you get entertained by everything. Like you get to listen to everything. Oh, my dad's friend said he saw a ghost, and like you guys talk about it. Yeah. And then when you're adult, you're like, Ugh, that uh, shit's not real. I, I know because serious. it's an insult to my intelligence. I'm a very to serious even talk person. About it. And it's like, dude, no one thinks you're unintelligent just because you're talking about a story. Right. I'm Whatever. Like, by the way, you're fucking boring, dude. I'm I have like, scruples. Have a fun night tonight. Going home, and filling up your car serious. with gas, going to Ralph's, buying some shit, and fucking putting your it wife in the, in the most boring microwave. position. Yeah, I mean, you're just such a kick-ass. You're just killing it. You know what I mean? You're just having you're sex just, to procreate. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> like, you're so fucking boring. Uh, anyway, um, please rate us. Hi. Please rate us very well. Thank you. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye. Why didn't anyone tell me?